the real impetus for starting Third Z kind of swung back around to, you know, COVID-19 happens, everything that, you, you know, we were doing for um, stress relief and enjoyment pretty much went out the window, right? Like couldn't go to the gym anymore, couldn't go out and see friends, couldn't, et cetera, et cetera. Um, which I'm sure most people can relate to. And I, I started not being able to sleep, having trouble falling asleep, being anxious, waking up in the middle of the night with a racing heart. Even when I did sleep through the night, waking up and not feeling rested, like not feeling like I had slept well at all. Um, and so it was at that point that I started doing a lot of self-experimentation and started to realize that there wasn't what I wanted to take readily available in like a simplified form factor. I was taking like five or six things all together, um, which is kind of a pain in the butt. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. Super excited for this episode because we have an interview episode this interview. week. Mm-hmm. Need that like. <laughs> uh, before we introduce to you what or whom we'll be talking to, uh, I want to thank you guys for listening this and every week. Uh, we see the download numbers going up, so that's thank you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Share the podcast, and please, if you haven't done so already, rate and review the podcast, an Apple Podcast, or your preferred podcast app. Okay, so I will tell you several things that I love. I love supplements, and I love free stuff, okay? <laughs> and today's podcast was really all brought about by a supplement. A, a, a supplement, combination of those? Yeah, a combination of both. <laughs> a supplement company reaching out to me asking if we would like to try some of their product for free and speak to the co-creator of said product. Yes. So I was like, yes, please, and thank you. Um, well, we, we should say, like, we do get, believe it or not, we actually do get requests mm -hmm. to talk to people and yeah. to try things. And we don't always go for it. Right. Because sometimes it just does not align with what we are most passionate about. Absolutely. But once I read some of the description of this supplement... Um, I was very interested. Um, and then so I kind of I was already interested in, you know, talking to the co-creator. Uh, and then I uh, I started taking the supplement actually before our conversation. Um, so it was very um, I was somewhat knowledgeable about its effects going into the conversation. Um, so uh, I won't keep you guys in suspense. Uh, we're talking about a PM collagen product from the Third Z company. It's a great and, name. <laughs> uh huh. And we got the privilege of speaking to the co-founder uh, and head, or excuse me, Chief Medical Officer Dr. Justine Ward uh, for this week's episode. Uh, she explains about herself, the company, the product, and their other products, and what they're hoping to give uh, put out in the future. So. Without further ado, please enjoy our conversation with Dr. Justine Ward. 
My guest today is a doctorate of chiropractic and the co-founder and chief medical officer at Thirdsy, a supplement company focused on providing sleep optimization products. I'm very excited to welcome Dr. Justine Ward to the Addicted to Fitness podcast. Thanks for joining me today, Dr. Justine. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for our conversation today. All right. So what we do for every one of our podcasts, we always ask our interviewees what they've done recently for their training. So what did you do today or yesterday for your training? Um, actually, so I did uh, I did a group class today at uh, CrossFit, a local CrossFit that I go to. And our workout today was primarily heavy cleans. And then we had a really short seven-minute finisher um, that was like ring rows, uh, sit-ups, and push-ups. And uh, actually, the reason I kind of laughed is because I have all this like bruising along my collarbone from just gunning myself with the bar this morning so yeah it was a good workout nice yeah so from the the my experience with crossfit yes there's a lot of those like you said bumps and bruises and i think my hands were always the biggest um uh, victims of the crossfit workout whether it be from the the pull-ups or from the bar itself so yeah i do remember those days so uh obviously into crossfit now so how is has, how long has that been and uh how before that was there any training modalities that you were uh, interested in before, way before you got into uh, CrossFit? Yeah. Um, so I've been involved in CrossFit on and off for since 2012. So for about 10 years now. And prior to that, um, I was an athlete, pretty, pretty, pretty competitive volleyball through um, when I was a kid and then through high school. Um, and in university, I actually didn't play uh, volleyball just because I was also working so it just like schedule wise the classes and everything didn't add up for me but got into weightlifting and was specifically doing kind of bodybuilding style work and then when I was doing my doctorate degree me and a couple of girlfriends got really into powerlifting and eventually that led us into joining a CrossFit gym because there was weightlifting that we could do there in an environment that we enjoyed more than being at kind of your standard global gym um, and then eventually kind of eased into the group classes, got into the kind of the competitive side of things. Yeah. Excellent. So let's even go before that. You talked about, uh, your college, what did you go to college for? What was your, your, uh, studies? In? I studied health sciences at, uh, Western university in Ontario. So, yeah. And then after, after that, lots degree, of biology. <laughs> yeah. So after that degree, you got that. Where did you yeah. where did you move to professionally after that? What what field did you go into? Um, yeah, so I did my undergraduate in the health sciences, and then I went and did my doctorate in chiropractic, and then I started in hands on practice. Uh, pretty much immediately after I graduated, I joined a practice with some chiropractors in London, Ontario, and then I and bounced I was... around quite a bit. Actually, I went. Sorry. No. Lag there. <laughs> I know that's okay. We got a little bit of a delay, but I'm going to try to let you finish. Keep going. Cool. Um, yeah, I danced around there. So I was also coaching CrossFit while I was practicing at that time too. And then I moved to, I took a contract in Peru and went and worked in Peru for a year. Um, and then I went and worked in Portugal for about a year and a half just to see more of the world, work with more people with different backgrounds and uh, kind of expand my horizons that way. So I saw uh, in your bio, I was reading up on you that you did some pediatric chiropractic work. Is that correct? 
Yeah, I did when I, especially when I was first in practice, I did a lot of work with young families. So like pregnant women, uh, babies, young children was really a very family focused uh, style of practice. Interesting. I've never, you know, delved into that, that field there. I mean, is that, I mean, you're working, like you said, with pregnant ladies and then their subsequent babies. I mean, I can imagine a need for a chiropractic doctor for, especially for pregnant women with all the, you know, the mobility issues there are. Um, what, what about the follow-up with the children? How do you, how does that apply? How does chiropractic, I know we're getting a little bit off topic, but I'm just interested in hearing about it. Yeah, no, it's, uh, that's, it's, um, a very common question because people are like, well, you know, when you're a baby, aren't you like perfect? Like how have you messed yourself up enough yet to need a chiropractor? Um, and it's like, yes and no, kids definitely need a lot more care. So we did a lot more like screening for things. So a lot of babies actually, even just during the birthing process and stuff like that can end up with, you know, their necks getting a little bit twisted, their hips getting a little bit, um, out of whack, that kind of thing. And just humans in general were, were imperfect creatures. So the focus of our practice wasn't like, you know, fixing back pain in babies. It was just, you know, helping to make sure that their joints are moving appropriate, their body's moving appropriately, and that everything's kind of growing and developing in the way that it should. So doing a lot of kind of screening work. And then if things aren't quite moving well, you just help to encourage them to um, get their joints moving the way that they're supposed to, so they can develop appropriately from, you know, a very young age. Excellent. Wow, that was a great explanation. So I imagine, like you said, you've already worked with, uh, you were working with pregnant women and their and their children. So the one thing I know about, that's my wife being pregnant, was uh, uh, the lack of sleep. Um, so the sleep hygiene for a pregnant woman is probably uh, awful, uh, to put it nicely. Um, so I <laughs> want to know if maybe that affected your move into sleep hygiene stuff with thirdsy. Yeah, so absolutely. And it was, I think it was um, even, you know, working with pregnant women. And then also just in general, you know, the vast majority of the patients that I worked with were pretty healthy patients, like a lot of young professionals, not people who had a ton of like comorbidities or like major health issues. And I would say nine out of 10 people coming into um, my office, whether I was in Canada or Peru or Portugal, checked off that they didn't sleep well. So as I was, you know, in practice for several years, I started to really, that was like this recurring theme that came up of like, why are these like people who are in the prime of their life, most of them still not sleeping well, still not doing this thing. That's like a healthy process really well. Um, and with pregnant women, there's actually, you know, it makes a lot more sense because their hormones are fluctuating and changing so much. Their body is in this state of flux and priming them for, you know, matching the rhythms of their baby when their baby is born, et cetera. Um, but it's still an ongoing challenge because it, it like ruins your day, right? If you have, if you have a bad night's sleep, and I'm sure you're going to test this with your life or and with your, for yourself, I'm sure you have a bad night's sleep, you wake up in the morning and everything's harder. Your emotional regulation's not as good. Your motivation to do just about anything's not as good. Your ability to perform at your best is just kind of not there. Um, so it's, it's was this, yeah, little niggling problem that I identified in the back of my mind like years ago as I was going through that kind of phase of my career. Mm -hmm. 
and then did that resolve enough? I mean, did you, that motivated you? I mean, how did that uh, basically lead into the creation of Third Tee? Yeah. So at the time I was doing also, you know, helping people with stress management, nutrition and that kind of stuff. And I've always been a super nutrition nerd and been very into like biochemistry and understanding like things that we put into our body and how that affects the way that we show up in the world. Um, and then after I stopped practicing hands-on, I actually had an injury, like shoulder, elbow, wrist on my right hand side. Um, I had a, again, CrossFit, right? Terrible. I had a fall from a pull-up bar that wasn't properly installed, smashed my neck, messed up my shoulder, and then continued to practice, which then led to downstream problems with my elbow and wrist. So eventually was like, I can't do this aspect of my care anymore with people. Um, so I pivoted out of practice and I actually went completely out of healthcare for a while and went into the corporate world because I didn't know what to do. I don't know if you've ever had a major kind of career change like that, where you kind of looked around and were like, well, this isn't working anymore. So let's do something completely different. (laughs) So that is definitely where I I went. Um, And then during COVID, the real impetus for starting Third Z kind of swung back around to, you know, COVID-19 happens, everything that you, you know, we were doing for um, stress relief and enjoyment pretty much went out the window, right? Like couldn't go to the gym anymore. couldn't go out and see friends, couldn't, et cetera, et cetera, um, which I'm sure most people can relate to. And I, I started not being able to sleep, having trouble falling asleep, being anxious, waking up in the middle of the night with a racing heart. Even when I did sleep through the night, waking up and not feeling rested, like not feeling like I had slept well at all. Um, and so it was at that point that I started doing a lot of self-experimentation and started to realize that there wasn't what I wanted to take readily available in like a simplified form factor. I was taking like five or six things altogether, um, which is kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. So uh, great explanation. And uh, I was going to ask you, and you answered the question about like, what did you try? What were the, some of the self, uh, uh, self-experimental products you used? Oh, uh, like literally everything. <laughs> so I uh, started off with like really basic, like melatonin, uh, melatonin magnesium. And then I started to realize, okay, well, the melatonin helps with like the actual falling asleep part, but with the rest of it, with like the, um, you know, sleep interruptions and then waking up feeling rested in the morning, it was not particularly useful or valuable to me. Um, I did some experimentation with cannabis in various forms and again, found that that helped with the fall asleep aspect, but didn't really help with the waking up feeling good in the morning aspect. Um, tried a variety of different herbal things. So like valerian teas and chamomile, and, um, there's lots of different brands that have different kind of combination capsules. There's, Mm sleep gummies, which are fun to eat, but a lot of them don't have like a meaningful amount of active ingredients in them. Um, but I, yeah, I tried everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, that's, uh, I was wondering, cause like I said, I've, I've tried several different things and my wife's tried, she, my wife is much worse sleeper than I am. Um, so still, even after, you know, four years after having our daughter. So, um, that's why, uh, we're always interested in sleep optimization. Uh, we know how important it is and, you know, how much of it is, uh, it affects our daily health and, or our long-term health really. 
Um, so that's, right. let's go into, I want to go, I want to talk about your guys' product that I've been trying recently, but I want to ask one more question before we get into that. The magnesium, like magnesium seems to be one of those products that's really synonymous with sleep hygiene or sleep optimization, but there's different types. Could you maybe yeah. give a little crash course on the yes. types that are out there? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So magnesium is really interesting because it's like a very multifunctional supplement, right? You have like over 300 different processes in your body that are dependent on magnesium. And um, there's kind of everything on the market from basic like elemental magnesium to different magnesium chelates. So you can like get magnesium bisglycinate and magnesium citrate and magnesium uh, gluconate. uh, And then there is a relatively new player on the scene that's an MIT patented type of magnesium called magtine or magnesium L3 and 8. And um, along that spectrum, elemental magnesium is going to be your highest concentration of actually getting magnesium, but it's about the poorest in terms of your absorption and most likely to cause you to have distress in your GI system. So like giving you loose stools, kind of an upset stomach. If you overdo that one, you're going to know it really quickly. Um, So most people shy away from taking that or recommending that. The magnesium L3 and 8 has been shown to actually have the highest affinity for crossing into your brain, but it's also very expensive because it's a patented magnesium. And it also, it's a really large molecule. So you have to take a lot of it to get an adequate amount of magnesium into your system. So I think the ratio there is you have to take about 2000 milligrams of the magnesium L3 and 8 to get about 140 milligrams of magnesium. So it's, you have to take a lot to kind of get your um, Mm -hmm. sufficiency out of that. So the ones in the middle, the, the ones that are tied to amino acids, like citrate, gluconate, bisglycinate, um, those tend to be the ones that are going to have better absorption because the amino acid helps them get across into your system. And you're going to get a little bit more in terms of uh, availability of actual magnesium for the amount that you take. So the vast majority of supplements are going to play around with an amino chelate of magnesium, and those tend to perform pretty well. Excellent. That is a great description because we recently did a podcast about magnesiums and the different types, but we were basically, you know, novices trying to explain what we've discovered. Uh, so I'm glad to have you follow up as an expert to set a, or give detailed description of the different types. So that was perfect. Uh, so let's leave that into your guys' product that I've been trying, the PM Collagen. Um, that also, you know, an ingredient of it's yeah. magnesium. So we can talk more about that. But um, we've talked about collagen on this podcast for years. We've actually been using a morning time collagen that we put in our coffee for probably, I've been probably using it for the last eight years or so. Um, we actually just did a giveaway of our favorite awesome. type of collagen to a lucky, to a listener. Um, so I'd love to hear about your guys' PM collagen and why now I, now, you know, take it in the morning or take one in the morning and then this in the evening and what, what your guys product provides. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, you want the long version, right? Like the nerdy version. <laughs> um, of course we, so 
a lot of people don't think sleep when they think collagen, right? We tend to think joint health, mm-hmm. skin health, hair, skin and nails, beauty, like that kind of stuff is usually the wheelhouse that collagen um, shows up in. And which all makes sense. Like it definitely has great utility for all of those things. And, um, you know, one of the reasons why we included it is because we're active people as well. And we're marketing to you active people and people who are into fitness who need more of, um, those types of things like collagen peptides to help with your muscle recovery, your connective tissue health and and your joint health. And specifically when you take collagen peptides, at night, one of the things it does is it increases the amount that's available in your system as you're going into your first phases of sleep. In your first phases of sleep, you have longer stretches of deep sleep. And especially for men, that is your most important time for growth hormone and being in an anabolic state. So most men um, after the age of, I think, about 25, you get one big pump of growth hormone a day in like a 24 hour period. And it's during your deep sleep early on in your sleep onset each night. So um, from that perspective, having more of those molecules that also contribute to like your building and your anabolic processes and your healing available as you're going into sleep is just going to help your body to um, have more of those building blocks blocks readily available for your recovery and, and for your growth. And then on top of that, um, collagen is about a third glycine. So if you look at the amino acid breakdown, it's about 30% glycine. And glycine has been showing up in the literature recently, specifically related to sleep, where it actually helps to work as an inhibitory neurotransmitter in your brain, which means it counteracts all of the excitatory, stimulatory brain chemistry that you have, can help to slow down like those ruminating thoughts and those parts of your brain that keep you kind of up, right? And then help with your transition into uh, a deeper, more fulsome sleep. And then in addition to that, it also helps to lower your core body temperature, which is really important for getting into deep sleep, which is why there's all those recommendations around having like a chill pad on your mattress and keeping your bedroom temperature lower is because you get better quality sleep when your core temperature is a little bit lower and glycine can help with that. And then anecdotally in the literature, there's been, um, not anecdotally, um, but there's the, they look at both. So they've done some with like actual sleep studies, like polysomnographs, where they show that people are getting into deep sleep more quickly after using glycine about an hour before bed, but also the reported feeling of rest in the morning and daytime performance the following day are improved when people are taking glycine within an hour for going to bed. So for both of those reasons, I was like, well, call like, why wouldn't I be taking collagen before bed if it's going to help with both my sleep quality and my body recovering and and healing itself overnight. And then we layered on top of that, some other things that we know to be really beneficial for overall health, well-being, and sleep. So one of them being magnesium, because the vast majority of people don't get enough magnesium and it helps to support um, you know, your brain chemistry to be more conducive for sleep as well. Um, and also your electrolyte balance. So you don't have muscle twitching and overstimulation or overfiring of like your neurons and muscle fibers. And then we put in GABA, which is a neurotransmitter that is the, the neurotransmitter that helps with the transition from consciousness to unconsciousness. So it actually helps with falling asleep. 
um, L-theanine, which is um, an amino acid from green tea, which helps create alpha waves in your brain, which are the same waves that you make like when you're meditating. It's really like L-theanine's got some really cool research behind it related to like anxiety and anxious states and helping to create like a a Zen state. But even when you're awake, actually, so L-theanine like gets stacked into uh, energy drinks sometimes because it takes away the hyperstimulation feeling of taking a lot of caffeine. Um, and then the last thing in there is L-tryptophan. And tryptophan, one, it rounds out the amino acid profile of collagen, which makes it a complete protein um, for people who are looking for like additional protein sources. Uh, it's also a precursor molecule for serotonin and melatonin. So it just helps to support, again, brain chemistry for um, smooth transition to sleep, mood regulation, and creating like that calm, chill feeling in your brain. Well, that I was going to ask you about that because I remember I've heard about how collagen, not quite a complete protein, but then you added in. So I know L-tryptophan and then L-theanine is that a, that's an amino acid too. So those are the two that make it complete protein. Um, so it's actually just the tryptophan that makes it a complete for protein. L-theanine is an amino acid, but it's not a protein structural uh, amino acid. Gotcha. Yeah. I remember we did a review on green tea, like a green tea versus coffee and some of the pros and cons of both. So the L-theanine was in that review. So I remember that. Um, uh, but like I said, in green tea, I think it's a small amount. It's like you would have to drink a ton of green tea to get a lot of that Zen-like feeling. I mean, it's better than zero, but um, so it seems like 200 milligrams is uh, yeah. you know a more of a healthier dose than the green tea provides. Yeah, it's certainly more than green tea would provide. Um, and that's one of the reasons why the um, supplement we made is in the form factor that it is, because it's like a 13 and a half gram, a gram scoop. Because once mm. you, we were pretty committed, I don't know if you noticed, I'm kind of a super nerd. And I was pretty committed <laughs> to making sure that like the amounts, <laughs> that the amounts that we put in there were reflective of like, what actually is showing up in the literature to help people? Because I think in the supplement space, especially people will be like, yeah, L-theanine is great for you. Here, take two milligrams of it. And it's like not yeah. going to actually have the outcome, right? Like the amount matters. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I'll one comment about, because I've been taking it for the last four days, four nights. Um, so I would definitely uh, agree. Some of the things you talked about is the duration of my sleep, longer sleep periods or deeper sleep periods have definitely been longer. So I've had to be able to maintain deep sleep um, a lot longer. I've always been a pretty decent sleeper. Falling asleep has never been an issue, but you know, with everybody's life things come up. So the last couple months has been, it's been tough to keep the deep sleep going. Um, but this, you know, over the last four days, the only thing that's been different has been the PM collagen and I have noticed longer, deeper sleeps. Um, so, and I know we talked about this beforehand, but we're going to talk about some maybe things that, uh, that not, I want to say they're dislikes, but maybe things that I've experienced with the PM collagen. Um, I took it the first night, yeah. uh, with two cups of water. So 16 ounces of water. Um, and it is, the taste is very sweet. And I know we talked about this beforehand. You said, no, go for it. Definitely provide your reviews. Um, so the taste is sweet as of right now. Um, and also, so I diluted it a little bit more on the second night. So I'm up to about 20 ounces of water. 
Um, so, and as you already kind of guessed, and we talked beforehand before we started recording is that that requires uh, me to get up in the middle of the night. So I know we talked about those things and I wanted mm-hmm. you to comment on those about, cause you know, I know you guys have some ideas about changing those for the future products. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I love it. I think, you know, some people have like a real ego about the, the work that they're doing and they don't want to hear criticism. I'm like, lay it on me. Cause we're, you know, we're a new company. We've got a small team. We are only started shipping our products a couple of months ago and we're still in that place where we can be super nimble and make changes to what we're doing and like make it better so that it serves the, the people that we want to help, uh, in a more appropriate way. So, um, thank you. Like, I love it. Thank you for the feedback. And um, we definitely know that it's it's gone a bit too sweet. It's funny as you're going through. If you ever if you ever go through a process of bringing a product to market, you know there's there's a lot of different considerations. We were working with um, you know a wonderful manufacturer who had a great R and D team that was helping us with texture and absorption and flavors and stuff like that. Um, but it also takes forever. So like every time we would have a little tweak and then it would go back and then it would, they would send us a sample to try or whatever it was um, because it was COVID and we couldn't just like go in and work with them. It was all, um, you know, distance and we're waiting in the mail for the next thing to come. Um, we had gotten to the point where it was like, the flavor was, uh, it was like definitely palatable, definitely didn't taste like gross medicine. Um, and for me, I thought it was a bit sweet. My partner was like, this is perfect. And so he's like, all right, why don't we see what the market says? <laughs> um, so I was right. <laughs> ah, nice. Um, it is, it is a bit, it is a bit sweet. And we definitely want to um uh, we're gonna make some changes to the flavor moving forward. We have some people who really, really do love it though. Um yeah. so that's also gonna be a little bit tough to reach out uh, as we go through and be and make those changes to say, okay, I know you liked that flavor, but how about this one? Um, so flavors are gonna be a thing. And the other thing is that we're starting to work on a different form factor where um we can have a high level of active ingredients, but that you don't have to mix it in a ton of liquid. Um, we've heard like, I've had some unique like thoughts about like some people like, Oh, why don't you just like put it in a gel or put it in capsules? We're not going to do the capsules route because you'd have to take so many of them. You end up having to chug a bunch of water anyways. Um, so it's probably going to end up looking like almost more of a functional food in terms of the next product that we bring to market. Um, so that's kind of what's going on in the background right now. Wow. Interesting. And so, cause like you said, I mean, I know capsules, the easiest thing that comes to, to mark to mind or possibly like, uh, I know I take my vitamin D or my omega fatty acids in a liquid form. Um, so, uh, but I know, like mm-hmm. you said, uh, it may not to get the amount, the amount of active ingredient that you want. Uh, a functional food. I don't know if I've heard that term used before. Um, so uh, that's going to be interested to see that. Yeah, it's uh, I think you'll start seeing a lot more of them. I think, you know, there's now you can get like, like mushroom adaptogen coffees and stuff like that. I think a lot of brands are starting to try and figure right. out how do we get something that people are already doing, like eating snacks or t- drinking coffee or whatever, and then make that thing better or more conducive to the state you want to be in after you do it interesting interesting okay 
That's awesome. Now, um, I wanted to ask you guys, I know I, I'm familiar with the PM Collagen and I looked at your guys' website a little bit. Uh, you guys have other products that you offered in addition to that? Yeah. So on our American website, we have one other product. It's our bedtime reset capsule. And that is uh, a combination of melatonin and um, some herbs as well. So it's got like valerian root, chamomile, um, hops, pepperine, like just a, a few other things in there. And that particular product is meant to be short-term use for people to help establish a more regular sleep cadence if they've been really off their sleep schedule, which yeah. is far and away the best use for melatonin. Like take melatonin for like a week. If you've been like really sporadic with your sleep schedule, or if you've been traveling and you're jet lagged, um, to help kind of get your body into a better rhythm. And then you shouldn't be taking melatonin after that. So like people who are taking it every single night for months at a time, not the best use case for that particular supplement. Right. So I, I know you guys promoted with the PM collagen that it's melatonin free. And obviously you kind of yeah. explained why. Um, could you, I know another quick, since you, I think you're the one of the experts to ask about this. Melatonin helps you fall asleep, but doesn't help you stay asleep or is it vice versa? Or am I confusing it all together? No, you got it right. So it helps with falling asleep, but even then it doesn't, really so here here's a melatonin is a timing signal melatonin works by getting your brain queued up to do the thing that it's supposed to do at the right time which is fall asleep so um some people don't find that melatonin helps them with sleep onset at all and that's because their issue is not sleep timing, they're having some sort of other challenge with like their brain being too overly active, their body not being able to wind itself down appropriately. Um, so melatonin, and the other reason why I think melatonin maybe shouldn't be taken long-term is because it is a hormone. So, and I'm sure you've dug into lots of other hormone related topics, but all of your mm -hmm. hormones play together. And what's interesting, especially for, you know, someone who has a young kid, um, when a baby's born, the part of our brain, the pineal gland that releases melatonin isn't fully developed. So new babies don't have any real, uh, coordination with, um, dark and light rhythms for their sleep schedule, which is why babies will sleep on and off all day on a 24 hour schedule. It's why even young children, as that part of the brain's developing, they'll actually get, um, bursts of melatonin throughout a 24 hour schedule. So that's not actually tied to day and night as well. That's why they can nap kind of any yeah, time yeah. of day and usually mm -hmm. end up kind of getting into their own rhythm. And it's not until we get actually closer to puberty. And um, Dr. Andrew Huberman talks about this actually, that the um, onset of puberty is actually modulated by melatonin. So pretty much once you start going to only having one melatonin pulse a day, that's when your body goes into, um, it starts to like mature sexually. So there's some um, literature to suggest that regular melatonin intake above what would be a normal um, kind of amount in your body may end up having some suppressing effects on your sex hormones and can also affect some of your other metabolic systems. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. That, I didn't even know yeah. that question was going to promote that answer, but I'm very glad it did. 
yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of uh, I kind of just like ran with it. I'm like, here's everything I know about melatonin. <laughs> that's great. No, that's why that's why you're on here. That's why we interview people like yourself who can give the expert uh, answers. So um, with that said, uh, we're coming down to the end of today's podcast, of today's interview. Um, but we ask all of our interviewees that uh, the last question of the podcast or interview is if you had one piece of health advice to give our listeners, what would it be? Um, this is going to sound a little kind of out of left field. Um, you know, obviously get good quality sleep. That's huge. Uh, good quality sleep is going to help every aspect of your health. Um, but I would also say, don't be too dogmatic about your health. I think I've gone through like many seasons of thinking that I found the answer or the thing that was going to make me the most happy, uh, and the most healthy. And, um, it turns out that we're constantly learning and what works for one person doesn't always work for one, uh, somebody else. And what works in one season of your life may not work forever. So I think our health should be kind of like an ongoing process and not like a strict structured set of rules. Wow. I like it. Uh, that's a great piece of advice. Uh, now, Dr. Justine, I want you to, uh, take this time and let our listeners know how they can find out more about you, about Third Z's and the projects you guys provide. Awesome. So you can find us online at thirdz.com, T-H-I-R-D-Z-Y. We also have a Canadian website, which is the exact same website, but it's a .ca. And you can find us on all of our social media channels at thirdzhq. And if you ever wanted to reach me directly, you can email justine at thirdsy.com. I love getting emails and I'm happy to answer any questions people hit me up with. Excellent. One more question. Where did the name come from? Oh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> so fun fact, we actually originally launched under the name of Sleep Hack. And we were like just at the point of having product and being ready to sell when we found out that we had a trademark conflict with the name Sleep Hack. So that was um, a little bit of a heartbreak for us. But um, Third Z came out of two kind of things. So, you know, the emoji uh, for sleep, and it's got the three Zs. Mm -hmm. So I started playing around with this idea of like getting all your Z's getting like all three Z's full bars, like full quality each night while you're sleeping. And also the fact that we spend a third of our life sleeping and that's not dead time. That's actually really active time for our bodies. And then we can leverage that third of our life to get more out of the other two thirds. That's great. I was, I was thinking about that earlier and then we started talking about some other, other things. And I was like, I got to ask that before I finish today. <laughs> Dr. Justine, yeah, thank you question. so much for joining us today. And like you said, I know you said you're you know, obviously your wealth of knowledge on many topics. So I would love to have you come back on in the future and we can talk about either new products or another topic all in, in altogether. Awesome. Thank you so much. I would love to. Uh, this has been great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. Um, I thought, thought Dr. Justine was very knowledgeable, um, mm -hmm. answered a ton of questions, and uh, as she said, nerded out a lot about the, <laughs> the subject matters. Um, uh, and it, it's so, it was so appropriate because we just had a podcast about magnesium. Yes. So, I mean, very she, well you know, we were trying to give our, you know, very uneducated 
or slightly, maybe slightly well, educated. Like intermediate. Yeah. Like we're not novice. We're like we're armchair experts. Yeah, exactly. We just read a lot. So yeah, slightly educated. <laughs> we're not professional. Uh, information about experts. magnesium supplements. So it was so awesome to have somebody come back uh, only a few weeks later and really give you the whole really rundown of what magnesium does for you. And then talking about the uh, the PM collagen recovery. Yeah. Um, so really kind of the first uh, product that I was aware of, of its kind, um, not, in, you know, not only having the, the benefits of sleep um, quality, um, as you guys heard me say on the podcast, it helped, I felt it helped me get into really deep sleep. Yeah. Um, it's helped me stay asleep and I'm been continuing to take it. Yeah. You, you've been taking it for how long now? It's so, I mean, like a few, few weeks. weeks. Yeah. A few weeks. I feel and like so you've been most of the time, you know, mm-hmm. when the external factors don't intrude. Yeah. You've been sleeping pretty solid. I have. And I've, it's felt really good. Um, so I, I would definitely have. You know, it, the the sample time has been long enough that I feel it does have a uh, an effect on mm-hmm. sleep. Um, so, and I mean, some of the ingredients are very unique, um, or that I think, and like she said in the in the in conversation, our conversation, that it's not only we've heard about these ingredients before: the magnesium, uh, the the tryptophan, the L-theanine, um, the course i have a, the gaba is actually that was new to me um yeah. but these we've heard some of these products by themselves before but like yes. she said it's the combination of them and the actual amount of these products that's in the collagen p the pm collagen mm-hmm. that i think really have its most profound effect yeah um so that's and i can attest to that you know for after taking it for a few weeks um so um another thing that i like is that um, and I kind of, to go behind the curtain a little bit, I made sure that I told her that she was okay, or asked her, I should say, if she was okay with me giving my honest opinion about the product so far. Um, and you guys heard um, us talk about it on the in the conversation about, you know, kind of what my, what I liked about it and what I didn't like about it. Yeah. And being, and I enjoyed that she was very receptive about uh, our critiques um yeah well and like knowing their product journey has has been a little more challenging because of the time frame yep yep and Mm -hmm. that it sounds like you know they've got a really great product and that from here it's just fine-tuning absolutely yep and i think that's what they she was kind of mentioning why she was so so accepting of the the, the critiques because she was like, yeah, we're kind of, we're still workshopping. So mm-hmm. we're going to have, you know, as she said, new flavors like, coming out. I will out. be a taste tester. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> new flavors and uh, um, even a new type of um, product really that delivers yeah. these, uh, these minerals and the, and really the supplement that's in the PM collagen. So um, if that's not exciting enough, guys, um, Dr. Justine and the Thursday Company have uh, been kind enough to sponsor a giveaway of their PM collagen product. Ooh, so I feel like we should have teased that at the beginning. But I didn't, so we can't go back in time <laughs> now. Um, but you guys, that's why people got to stay tuned to the end of the podcast. You can't yeah. can't just stay for the beginning, guys. Um, so we'll yes, something on the Instagram. Well, of course, that's we'll how we're going to promote it. You know, that's where we're going to promote how we're going to promote it. But to let you guys know, this PM collagen, um, it's 
I, I've been taking it for weeks and I think it has definitely helped me. Um, so I think if anybody's interested, uh, we should definitely, um, follow us at the ATF podcast. So to recap, guys, uh, we've got the giveaway going. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Go ahead and follow Third Z on Instagram also. T-H-I-R-D-Z-Y. Um, you can also go to thirdz.com to find out more information about their products. Um, I want to thank Dr. Justine for joining us. Hopefully she'll come in, in the come on in the future. I think we're gonna have a good relationship relationship <laughs> with Third Z going forward. So I'm excited to see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Got anything else for him tonight? Yeah. This has been another edition of the Addicted Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at The ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.